From the Spec Network, this is Fragmented, an Android developer podcast where we talk about building good software and becoming better Android developers. I'm Don Felker. And I'm Kaushik Gopal. Welcome to the show. If you work on an Android app, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to presume you do, you'll know that when your user reports a problem or a crash, it's the absolute worst feeling. To make matters worse, they might one-star your app, go on Twitter and complain about the app, and if they're feeling particularly merciless, probably go on Reddit or something and post it there. But you know what? They have absolutely every reason to. If you treat your customers basically as an off-site QA team, it's rude to them and it's just bad for business. As developers, we don't want to rely on customers to report errors. Instead, we want to catch this much early on. Ideally, you just have automated tests and these tell you when there's a problem. But, you know, as we've talked about on the show multiple times, that's not always as easy as we want it to be. Because writing tests can be hard. That's why Sentry, our sponsor for today's show, tells you about errors in your code before your customers have a chance to encounter them. Not only do they tell you about the errors, they also give you helpful details that help you fix these errors. For example, how many users were impacted by this bug, the complete stack trace if it's a crash, the commit ID when this error was released, the engineer who wrote this line of code that was busted, mm-hmm, that and a whole lot more. If your code is broken, let's fix it together. That's Sentry's tagline, I love it. You can check them out at sentry.io slash or slash Android. Sentry is a pretty common word. Uh, it's actually a pretty cool name for the service if you know the English meaning of the word. But I want to make sure you get that domain name right. It's sentry.io. Once again, sentry.io slash for, as in F-O-R, slash Android. Check them out today and fix your errors before your users encounter them. Thanks for sponsoring today's show, Sentry. I'm not sure if you've heard, but Android Q was recently announced. And the beta bits dropped for it. And there's quite a bit of stuff inside of there. Just this last week, or about a week ago within this release of this podcast episode, I sent a tweet out and I said, it's very important to realize that the Android operating system is very large. We're not just talking about a little tiny pet project operating system anymore. This is a full-blown operating system that does a wide array of things. It's very often that I'll run into part of the Android framework, maybe even an intent flag or something really simple. And I'll look, I'm like, oh, whoa, that is super useful. I wonder what API level that got here. And I'll go look it up in the developer.android.com documentation. And it says, available in platform since API level one. I'm just like, what? How, How did I not know about this? What I'm trying to get at here is that the OS is so big now that it's impossible to learn it all. And I've talked about this before. And so my recommendation is to just pick something in the most recent release of Android Q. Just look through the release notes. Look at the headings and say, oh, does this one interest me? Or does this one interest me? 
Maybe you're an audio programmer and the audio stuff interests you. Maybe you're, you're someone who's interested in settings and that interests you. Find something that interests you and dive into it. All the other stuff, leave it there and learn it when you need to or read it when you have free time. But don't let it get to you. And so this kind of brings me to the topic today. I initially dove into some of the changes in Android Q and thought to myself, wow, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. I started to feel overwhelmed. And then something really stood out at me that probably most developers don't think about. And that is the Android Q settings panel. And the settings panel to me is far more important than I think most people are going to realize. And let me explain why. Let's take your traditional application that requires internet connectivity for whatever reason. Uh, and we've all written the code that checks to see if the internet's there, right? Or if uh, Wi-Fi is there, or if they got airplane mode, whatever. You have some code like this probably somewhere lying around. And if that code executes and we realize that there's no internet, then what you do is you will prompt the user and say, you know, the internet is required for this. Please turn on the internet. You'll have a button on that dialogue or that screen or snack bar that allows the user to click it and it takes them to that settings page in the Android operating system settings to turn on Wi-Fi or turn on the network or whatever. So if you think about this, you know, the flow of your application, the user decides for whatever reason they want to open your app. They're engaging with your app. That's what we want. We want them to engage with our app. Now they start using your app. Boom. They get this pop-up that says, Hey, you need Wi-Fi. Boom. You click this button. You end up in Wi. you end up over in the Wi-Fi settings. All of a sudden you see something else over there, or you, you notice a notification. And before you know it, your abandonment rate goes to the roof. Now I might have lost some of you right there. Abandonment rate. What is that? The abandonment rate is the percentage of people that abandon your app at a certain point. So you've probably seen something like this in various different analytics tools. And it's an important number because it's the people that leave your application after a certain period of time. And there's all kinds of studies that have been shown that state if a user has to leave your actual application, they leave the context of your app. So they're not seeing your branded screens or all that kind of stuff anymore. And they have to leave to go somewhere else in the operating system the abandonment rate skyrockets. That's simply because as humans, we just get distracted. That's just the real, you know, plain, simple truth. It happens to me. I'll open my phone to check something in my bank account and all of a sudden I'll end up on Instagram or I'll end up in my, you know, uh, my budgeting or I'll end up somewhere else uh, in Twitter or an email. And then five minutes later, 10 minutes later, I was like, what was I doing on my phone? Like, oh, that's right. I, had, I needed to check my bank. Um, so it happens to all of us. And the reason why the settings panel kind of comes back into play here is because the settings panel allows you to basically integrate a panel that pops up right in front of your app. So it doesn't even feel like you've left your app. So what this means is inside of your application, you can say, hey, I would like to be able to pop up the internet connectivity panel. And when you basically fire off an intent, and you provide this, um, this, this panel action inside of our intent, this value, and it's called action internet connectivity. And what happens is a panel pops up kind of like from the bottom, from what's what it looks like. 
And it has a few things on it. It has, you can toggle airplane mode. So maybe someone has airplane mode on. They need to turn it off. Um, you can toggle the Wi-Fi connectivity. So you can turn Wi-Fi on and off. And you can adjust your Wi-Fi settings. So maybe you need to change Wi-Fi. Maybe you're using a, a walled garden uh, like you get at an airport. You kind of have to sign in and you, you don't really want to use that anymore. You want to use LTE or something. Uh, and then you can also navigate to your connectivity settings by clicking see more, which will take you to the full settings app. But that's not the point of this. The point of this is you have a small pop-up window with a limited context for the viewer and you're hyper-focusing them on exactly what you need them to do. So they're trying to use your app. Internet doesn't exist. They say, you say, hey, we need internet. They say, you like, click okay. You just pop up this little internet connectivity panel. Boom, they turn on the Wi-Fi. They hit done. They're right back into your application. They're not going to abandon your app. And if they do, it's going to be far less likely that the abandonment rate is going to equal what the abandonment rate was previously on previous versions of Android, simply because you had to exit the context of your app and move into a new app, which would be the settings app. And we all know when you go into the settings app, and now it's huge. I mean, it's ginormous. There's so many settings on Android. Like we can get lost in there. I'll be looking at notifications and then all of a sudden I'm buried over in Bluetooth messing with something. And it's just like, a, it's, you know, it's, it's tremendous. Again, the operating system itself is huge. Now the settings panel isn't just for internet connectivity. You can do, you can adjust things like volume and uh, NFC settings and so forth. And these things are, are fantastic. So perhaps you have a, some type of audio player application, which I know many of us have written and a few of the guests on our show have written. You can adjust the media volume, the call volume, the ring volume, uh, the alarm volume, and you can, you can adjust all these different types of things. You can adjust your NFC settings, uh, if it's, you know, you're going to allow NFC and so forth. So the end thing that I really want you to take away from this episode is that the settings panel is actually going to increase the engagement of your app, in my opinion, because the users are not going to be leaving your application. So this is one of those things I find a lot of value in. I'm really excited for because this is actually going to drive the engagement of your application up and lower the abandonment rate. I hope that helps. We'll talk to you next week. I want to thank Sentry for sponsoring today's show. Their tagline is, your code is broken, let's fix it together. They're a super cool crash reporting service that gives you all the helpful details that you need when detecting and fixing errors in your application. Don't wait for your users to report your errors and crashes. Use Sentry to catch them earlier. Check them out at sentry.io slash for slash Android. Once again, because Sentry is a common word, I want to make sure you get it right. Sentry.io. My thanks to Sentry for sponsoring today's show. That's it for the show, folks. Fragmented is hosted by Don Felker and me, Kaushik Gopal. We edit and produce all the episodes here on Fragmented. Sarah the Amazing Jackson from the Spec Network helps with production assistance and wraps our final mix. Our theme and ad music is by the national recording artist Blueprint from Weightless Recordings. You can find more Fragmented episodes at fragmentedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you in the next episode.